pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. I'm so glad you could join me today. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. Now there's a possibly fictional story about Michelangelo, the artist, not the turtle, that goes something a bit like this. When Michelangelo was 26 years old, a visiting prince came to his studio in Florence to see him work. But what the prince found was the sculptor staring intently at a massive 18-foot block of marble. And upon seeing this, the prince realized the rumors about Michelangelo were true, that his daily routine for the past four months had been to sit in the studio, stare at the marble, and then go home for his supper. So the prince then asked the sculptor the obvious. What are you doing? And at this question, Michelangelo turned around to look at the prince and said in Italian, Sto lavorando. I'm working. Just a couple of years later, that block of marble became the statue of David. From the beginning of the Bible, God revealed himself to be, above everything else, a creator. And unlike us, made of flesh and blood, God has, and always will, maintain a vision for his creation. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The great works he sets his mind to cannot be hindered, but rather are assured their full completion just by God saying a word. Consider this commentary from the Apostle Paul in Romans 4, 16-17, which elaborates on that concept. That is why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations, in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. So in other words, before Abraham even had Isaac, through whom the Lord Jesus Christ would be descended from, God said, I have made you the father of many nations. What he said which would come in the future was just as real as what was happening in the present. Now mankind, they stand out as unique among God's creation because of our capacity to grasp spiritual concepts and apply them, despite the self-centered mentality we share with animals. Yet no matter how complex and elevated we think ourselves to be, we will become dust like animals at death. We can't change how we're born. We can't change what we turn into after we die. But in between, we can be transformed. In other words, we are like that block of marble that can be sculpted into the masterpiece God envisioned us to be. God uses a very similar metaphor in scripture, but instead of a marble sculpture, it's a vessel created by a potter. And God revealed this analogy to several prophets in the Old Testament, and the Apostle Paul picked up on that very same analogy when explaining how God calls the saints in Romans 9, verses 16 to 24. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, 
and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whomever he wills, and he hardens whomever he wills. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to the molder, why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? And what if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory? Even us, whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. If you've ever worked on a project, worked on a design, or created art, you know how essential it is to prepare before you put your hands to work. A clear vision of the result is crucial, or else it will be unfocused and poor quality. Now, reflect on the projects you've taken up in service to the truth, in service to God, in service to Christ. Is your goal to rush through them just to be finished, or... Do you meditate on them? Do you seek to understand the nuances? Do you work prayerfully and patiently so that its finished effort would glorify God in every facet? And I know that's not the case for me. Even simple things like cleaning the hall become an effort to get in and get out rather than respecting the building as a place where servants of God congregate and making it as comfortable for them as possible. And we may not think of something like that as a timeless piece of art, but even the smallest works in God's name will endure eternally. It's a reminder that even as we strive to work in the Lord's vineyard, sometimes it's not about us completing a task, but recognizing rather that we are being sculpted in the process. Sculpting isn't something that could be done with a few quick hits of a hammer and pick. That would make the marble worthless. Rather, a sculpture is a delicate process where a swing of the hammer onto the pick only removes... Rather, a sculpture is a delicate process where a swing of the hammer onto the pick only removes a few flakes from the stone. And this process speaks volumes about how God works with us and makes us into something timeless. And God's plan is similar, isn't it? Could he, after the Garden of Eden, after the fall of mankind, have chosen to make his plan for manifesting his character instant with a single whack of a hammer, a clean reboot on creation with a race that would obey him unconditionally? Absolutely. But he chose this. He chose a plan for reconciliation. He chose a plan that his name might be glorified, that his work may not be in vain, to lengthen the process, to make it intricate beyond human understanding, so that all who see the finished result, the Lord Jesus Christ, surrounded by the bride being his saints, that all that might see it might glorify God for it. So as we work in a household of faith, let's treat every act of service as if we're working on a sculpture to present to the Father, even as his only son looked to the joy set before him, as it says in Hebrews 12. As we put our hands to work to glorify God, it's essential for us to know that even as we work on projects and struggle along the way, that the true project is us, and God is working. 
When God appeared to Moses in the burning bush, he declared his name to be Yahweh Elohim. Many translate that as I am who I am, and yet the tenses aren't merely present tense. They're present in their future tense as well. So I like to think of his name as meaning, I have always been who I'm becoming. And just like with God's name representing his plan for mankind, so too must we realize that God doesn't just see us for who we are right now. We're not this static block of stone, and that's all that God sees. God sees us, and God sees you for who you're becoming. A perfect manifestation of God's character. And his vision of you is as real as the ground beneath your feet. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, God speaking to Jeremiah said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations, and so has he done for you. He knew you before you had hands and heart and eyes and ears. He knew you before all that. He knew who you were becoming, who you could be. And he's working to build you into that perfect statue. So if you feel that who you are today is a block of marble with flaws and chips in it, so far removed from who you want to become, a saint in God's kingdom, don't worry. Stalavarando. I'm glad you got to join me for another episode here on Pause to Consider. If you like this podcast, share it with your friends and with your ecclesia. Don't forget to subscribe to Pause to Consider on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. If you're looking for updates, you can follow the Instagram page as well as the Facebook page for not only for updates, but also for discussion and an opportunity to share it with others you know. If you have any thoughts or feedback, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com and above everything else i just hope this was helpful for you today on your walk towards god's kingdom and i pray that god will always be with you every day